time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit, extra lit, extra lit. Big Cali world all the time, extra lit. Everybody, you know, okay, that's what it is. Hey, I'm gonna be, <laughs> be singing this song tonight. Like, it's a very good song. Extra late. Extra late. <laughs> you know, shout out Cassius Green for doing that. We did that on a real late night. Oh, you came in with this? That's how you feel? Yo, anyway, my bad. <laughs> I feel you, Cass. It's the man with the plan. I ain't Clark Kent, but some of the ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali. We're here once again on another one, Big Cali World. Feeling good, feeling great as usual. And uh, we got another special guest here, man. First, shout out Cast One on the ones and twos. Peace, Big C. What up? Hey, man, chilling, feeling good, feeling great. You got the vibe. I love you came in with Dilla. Hey, I've been learning, side note, before we even get started. The older I get, the more documentaries I watch, the more I appreciate Dilla. And Cash, you've been an advocate for Dilla since I met you. You've been like, even your girl, too, been on me, my head about, like, hey, you ain't gonna play no Dilla, like, at the party? <laughs> Nah, some real shit, man. Shout out Dilla, man. We got donuts in here too, so you know what it is. I just had to combine both. I don't know. <laughs> is, is that is that was that like hype beast? Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Someone's gonna laugh. They're gonna be like, "I feel you, Big C. You try." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we got a special guest here today. She's a very, very prominent special songtress. I should say, singer, songwriter, producer, director. Model, I don't know what. <laughs> I gave you a lot of titles right here. But she goes by Simply Ray. What's up, Ray? How you doing? Hi. <laughs> What's good, man? <laughs> Welcome to Big Cali World, yo. I am so, so happy to be here. It's been a long time coming, man. I know, it really has. And I was even thinking about, like, I was like, you know how funny it all started? You invited me to one of your events. Oh, yeah. That you were having before. It was one before the one we're going to talk about because I didn't get to go to the first event because you were just out here when you are in. I thought you lived in New York. Yes. I mean, that's a long story. <laughs> oh, well, we, yes. well, we have time, you know. <laughs> nah. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I came back out here and then uh, had a couple events and stuff. It was really awesome. And you hit me up like, hey, come, come. I was like, all right, let me, let me see what's up. I was just like, you know, on some big C shit at that moment. I was like, all right, let's just see. And I was like, Capricorn. Yeah, hey, see, <laughs> hey, see, we're, we're not doing it. I'm you. You're right. All right, goddamn, you're right. All right, you're right. But nah. And then you, I saw your page, and I was like, wait a minute. She actually like seems like very good. Like she was. I saw it was. I think it was the trust issues. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Trust issues, I seen that live, and I was like, okay. She's doing things. So for people that don't know, you know, you you do a lot of R&B. What would you call your music? I call it healing. I call it soul. Like just, it's mm. me being me because, man, it took a long time to know who this girl was. So What was, like, what, did you come from a musical background? Like, where oh. where did it start? Like, let's just, let's just go in. Like, I'm just curious. Like, know, for people that don't know. Oh, my gosh. So I'm from San Bernardino. So my dad born Shout out to Dino. Okay. Shout out to Dino. We'll just get okay. this out the way now. <laughs> Y'all the one county that didn't get the virus so hey. far. I don't know. By the time this episode comes out, we'll see. But as far as today, right now, y'all. Because niggas already know. They, they weren't with it. They, they, see, they, they see Waterman and Baseline. They're like, done nah. Done deal. Done deal. They're like, I'm cool. <laughs> they're like, I'm straight. We just going to go to Riverside. We're going to the Riverside. We're gonna go to LA, the OC. You know, we cool out hey, here. We be taking the worst hit. And I'm just thankful that and we didn't have to take county this is one. the biggest county, though. It is. How'd y'all be? Hey, I don't <laughs> I'm know. At you hey, like I'm you still, have the answer. I'm still trying to figure out. Like, I want to know what the fuck we did so wrong. <laughs> that's lit. That's lit. Nah, but uh, my dad, uh, he was DJ Raz. So, like, out in the Dino growing up, like, when hip hop was starting and it was, like, uh, out in New York, he was the one learning it out here. So, damn. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. How did he even learn? You know, like, where did he get it from? Honestly, you know? I wish I knew. I wish I could ask him yeah. these questions now because these are the questions that I have now yeah. but man i have no clue he was just an artist he was an artist all around he did graffiti he did production he did photography wow. um he started businesses shout out loved ones because my dad he did the graphic design What's for loved, that. Ones? loved ones is the for people out of, yeah, yeah no no you good is loved ones is my uncle's barbershop he started out in san bernardino um Damn. yeah he, out of my grandma's home like started there and it's been it's still going now like he's you come from a family of real life hustlers bro, like you just named seven businesses <laughs> play these games out here I surviving 
No, I love it. But um, yeah, so my dad, he was doing all that. But even before that, my both my grandparents or my grandfathers, they both were in the Motown area era. And mm. one of them almost got signed. The one that's actually living now. So like, it's really, really dope. Like, it's, Wait a minute. So your grandfather that... That was that I seen at your one yeah. of your events. Yeah, he was he was an artist also. Mm-hmm. He played guitar and he sang and danced. He was a whole. <laughs> That's <laughs> was so lit. I was just like, wait a minute. I would He was so chill and like yeah, calm no, and like nigga, relaxed and like I'd have never. That nigga, he used to be out on the roller skates in the front yard. Like what? nigga, you you seen the front yard? So yes. This nigga has the roller skates just. Just man, have the music bumping some ninety four seven. Like, <laughs> hey man, I was talking about the wave. It's very funny. Just side note, I was talking yeah. about ninety four seven. The wave is through with Stevie. Oh and yeah, he did a song with Stevie. Yeah, actually on his yes. newest album. Street oh Elegance. my god, amazing! Yeah. That whole album. Listen to it. That shit is fucking amazing. It Go ahead. is no definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and when I seen it, I was like, but side note, we were talking with Stevie, and I was like, bro, he even rapped about it. it was like we used to be in the whip. In the SUV, listening to 94.7 yep. The Wave, and this nigga will freestyle over any song that came on the wave. And it was like, it could be Sade, it could be Herbie Hancock, Man. it could be Duke Ellington, it could Man. be Miles Davis. That it could explains be a lot. So he just never stopped. <laughs> he was just like, fuck it, I could do anything. Yeah. So would you say a lot of that came into like how you even developed your music? Absolutely. Or even just... Because I know you didn't just start, oh, I'm just going to start out of nowhere just singing. Did you start, like, writing first, or was it just out of the gate altogether? I think I was just an artist. Like, I create, <clears throat> I think in New York, actually, I, I got told that um, by a really dear friend of mine, and she was just like, you are a vessel of art. Like, you literally, wow. whatever you touch, you like to create something out of it. It doesn't matter what it is. So if you give me an Excel uh, sheet, I'm going to make something out of that. I'm going to create something. Or you give me a guitar, I'm going to create something out of that. Wow. And it's like, it's just... Yeah, I think it's just always been that. So it's I, I, honestly, I just I've always remembered creating anything. Wow. Yeah. What was one of your first creations that you think you can remember where you're like, wait a minute, I started something from nothing to something. Um, and I think my like, dad helped me with it when I was a young, like younger, younger. He made me like a CD. Like we actually like made a like produce like a whole like CD and everything because he made studios inside the house and like record all wait, the hood so niggas you and made shit. A whole album. Yeah, like How it, it was you? a two song. I was like four or five. Yeah. <laughs> What were you I on? wish I had this. Was it like you were oh rapping like, like no, a little girl singing. rapping right now? No. What was her name? Yaya? Oh, no. Like that? Like, were you making like the little, like that music? Like little Hey, low key, she, he made like a whole CD cover and everything with like the picture what? and like Ray, yeah, the Ray whole on the side. The whole thing, bro. Like the whole CD hardcover, nigga, official. That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. Nah, but it was uh, it was two songs on there, and it was one called "I Love My Mommy," <laughs> and my brother was featuring. <laughs> That's so. Rare. He was like three, so it was just like, ah, e, ah, e. It was like it's so cute, it's the cutest thing ever. And then the and your second, dad produced it. My dad produced it. He made the beats. I think I helped him make some of the beats, from what I remember, like just playing the piano and trying stuff. And this is at four. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And then the second song was named God. I don't know who was speaking through me, but I, I knew something about something. And I was talking just about how he leads you out like through the dark and there's always light. And I go to church with my grandma. Like I really had a whole song, like a really <laughs> whole thing. And you, you, to this day, you don't, that's really some spiritual, yeah. you know, to even go into that because you, you were saying, your friend said you're a vessel of art. Yeah. So even at four, you knew that. Yeah. There's all, no way I've you were never... talking all about that. And at four, like, what were you exactly. going through? Hey, bro. <laughs> but... <laughs> If you listen to like Michael Jackson, not to compare you to no, Michael Jackson, good. but he said, don't. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> nah, but I always say this, like if you think about Michael Jackson when he sings that song like Who's Loving You? Yeah. My nigga was like eight, yeah, seven, nine, exactly. singing like a blues record as if he was like a four-year-old man with a divorce. <laughs> and he just wondering where his where his girl at and he just missed her. And it's like, what the right. fuck? Right, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And that's, man, like I've never not... Like I've never not remembered being creative or like loving art or right. in any kind of way. I've just I don't ever have a time where I just didn't believe in it. When did you begin actually recording then actual actual music on your own or making beats and doing that? Like when was your first times? Was it like high school? Was yeah, it- like I made songs in high school with my guitar. Like anybody in high school remembers me as a like Ray with the guitar. Like so you play guitar. <laughs> yeah, I play acu- I played acoustic back then. Oh, you I play any other instrument? Um, yeah, yeah. I was in band for a very what? long time, like six, seven years. Like <laughs> I was deep. so you're. Maybe less than making like tracks at four. Yeah. And then you joined the band. I was played tenor sax. 
Oh, so you really? Oh yeah, I was not playing it. Either. Going in on some like real like Kenny yeah. G, John Cole, like some real. Yeah, but I I wish I would have gave it more. I was really good, but it was this Asian nigga that was always better than me. Couldn't take it. <laughs> I was like, man, he was just fucking it up. His, his solos <laughs> was a little more, a little bit more crisp. Man, he always got first chair. I'm like, nigga, like. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, but it was dope because I got to just like be structured. Yeah. And I, I think I always was just kind of like a ball of energy. So I would just do so many things. It but, sounds like you like yeah. at four. I wish any of my friends was fucking making solo. We were doing nothing at four. I was terrorizing neighborhoods and crying and getting into fights, fighting my sisters, like yeah. weird shit. No, my dad, he, I mean, he just had that with him. Like right. he always created studios, always had a place where we can create. And he was just an amazing artist. So it was like always around. Like when we were born, like that's what we were doing. Like me and my little bro, like right. we were being artists with him. <laughs> what was like some of the first like records do you remember as a kid, like growing up with that like kind of maybe shaped you? Ooh. Like um, when you were like growing up with your dad, you're saying like he was a DJ, he was a producer. Like what was he, yeah, you know what, what was he bumping that you're like, I just remember hearing this. That's a very right? interesting question. Cause I, would only hear him listen to his own music mm. like so I didn't really listen to anything else like my mom she listens to music but I, I wouldn't say into depths of like like just really like crate digging and like right. stuff like that so she I mean we listened to Marcus Houston like naked I had no yeah. business listening to it but <laughs> like your mom was busting out the RV I some Ashanti some Mariah Carey yeah okay like, so you were but, listening to what was current exactly but it's interesting because to even bring it full circle into mm -hmm. when I went to your other event the out of body out of body experience oh yeah the art experience yeah, yeah. you're playing a lot of music that wasn't your music necessarily, but it was vibes mm. and it was a lot of older music. Mm -hmm. And I would think you're such an old soul because you're young. So I was like, how she know about all these fucking, hold up, like who auntie's <laughs> behind this? Like, so it was like, that's why I know it was like, you grew up, yeah. had to play in that. And you were I just think, saying what? Yeah, I think it was just like my grandfather doing all of the, um, like playing, I mean, literally at the, the house that you were at on the porch, he had these big speakers and we would just listen to 94 7 The Wave, Art LeBeau, whatever. Like it was just. Dang, shout out Art LeBeau. Man, shout, the legend. shout out. <laughs> you know, he never has guests. Really? Like if you think about his whole, this side yeah. note, his premise of his show, he never has guests. He never really has a subject content because he just takes requests. Man, but he's So just... he's literally the biggest jug artist of all <laughs> times. He's lit. He just he's knows fantastic. he's going to talk to people and he's just going to play slaps. And then just read Do you hear that letters. voice though? It's perfect. That voice is perfect. It's perfect. Like you don't have a choice. Every cello and cholo <laughs> shouts him out. They shout out so many hood. It'd be like gang wars yeah. going on. I love it. I should have oh I shout out God. Spider. Shout out Baby Loco. I don't care. It's for my baby. It's for my dog. I love you. I love it. I miss Arlo Bo's show, man. It's niggas that know it's real too. If you listen to it, it was like the most oh rare show. I want to yeah. request I'm your puppet. <laughs> Because you are, and I love you, <laughs> and I just miss my lady. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, that's freaking lit. great. Oh my nah. god, yeah, that was that was definitely the vibe I was in. <laughs> <laughs> All of that, nah. every piece of it. <laughs> so when, so just to bring it back, I want to kind of touch on the out of body experience because mm -hmm. that was like the focal point is when I start realizing what your artistry was. Because yeah. honestly. Not to sound bougie or well, fuck it. I'm just gonna say it. You're bougie. It's <sighs> okay. Stop it. So, <laughs> so look, you hit me up. You're like, the, it's an event. We in the San Bernardino. Mm -hmm. Come through to come through to the crib. It's mm -hmm. a San Bernardino. It's my art show. I was like, okay, it's a San Bernardino. <laughs> I was like, all right, on a Saturday night. <laughs> then I put in the Google where it was. I was like. Ooh, all right. Because oh, in my head, just I would have set the picture because you know, in my head, I'm thinking like, all right, I don't hope nothing's going to happen. You always hope for best. But yeah, if something was to happen, that's where it would happen. I would tell them where I was. They'd be like, well, why'd you like, what could I, at that moment, that's what I was thinking about. You know, I was like, you know what? I fuck with her music enough and I fuck with her vibe enough. I'm going to just see. I have to see. I can't just right. live my life. I can't just keep coming up with excuses. Let me see what's up. I pull up. It's a fucking like, 50 foot screen in the front yard with big ass speakers and you just literally have chairs set up like it's a whole screening area in the front yard in the Dino and then you go through the back and it was like a whole vibe yeah. so explain kind of like what your yeah. vision was because it was a shock when I first seen it from the street well like just moving from like New York it was um 
you just got to experience different things randomly at any time of the day, right? Like you get to just walk down the street and like they have like an art show or they have an event there. And I just felt like San Bernardino deserves that. Like we really do. Like we're, there's so many artists there and to not, to be deprived of something like that is like, it's just, it's fucked up personally. Right. So I was like, I had a short film that I wanted to premiere and I figured like, why not do it in the best way? Yeah. Um, especially at the house that we shot it at. So that's what just made it even more like out of body yeah. art experience um the album was called out of body experience mm. it's on all platforms Hello. Uh, <laughs> Shout out. and um the uh we just wanted to create me and the photographer lewis um we wanted Shout to lewis. yeah lewis is amazing wanted to create like a place where like people could feel love because you don't get that anywhere so you got you came up we had the big screen and we were just playing different ie artists there like uh phantom threat and um you know just people like different visuals that he had already done yeah and then we went to the backyard and it's like a little uh like an art experience that's like, where it got uh, deep yeah it was that's really where it, got it was deep. real because we had um lewis takes amazing pictures of everyone in the dino and mm. everyone especially just in the ie like really right. just uh, showcasing how beautiful this place is and we printed all his stuff on sheets like uh, to make it look like grandmother's backyard and like you know like just yeah. it, it was just a whole vibe man it was really amazing like I was I was so thankful to have everyone have come out and yeah. just like experience that with me because it was healing for me I loved it because first off you just I hate to sound like a nigga but you had the bar in the back <laughs> hey, set up so up? it all led you to the bar so if you wanted drinks you went through the whole art exhibit you felt everything and then you would sit there and you'd be like wait I ain't even got the drink yet I'm over here just having a conversation about these photos and this vibe of dead and then I'm like it's a whole like movie theater in the front yard yeah. playing vibes right. and I was like okay Ray really has a package she has something she's really <laughs> trying to like say and at that moment I was like oh yeah I gotta have you on the podcast we have oh, to talk about man. this I was like we gotta talk about this cause I was like I ain't never seen nothing like this yeah. in the Inland Empire Yeah, that felt so like I felt like I was at home like I, right. I met a lot of your family right? but then I seen like a lot of like homies I know like producers right. and rappers I know were around they were like yeah. nigga you here I was like nigga you here they're like yeah they're yeah. like you know Ray you know I was like hey man it's lit and we were all smoking chilling and it yeah. was just a vibe yeah. you say you seen this in New York first I've seen things like this. Things like this yeah. in New York. Is that where it first came from out there? No, no. Disney. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I love it. For people that Disney. don't know, just look at the phone right here. <laughs> Disney. Look, man. Disney. Miss Disney. Is Walt Disney had the freest mind that I've ever seen. Right. You know what I mean? To create an empire the way that he did um, and has it's it's just beautiful so uh, when i used to go to disneyland when i was younger it was just like oh my god like oh my god i'm here you know like what? this is amazing walking on main street usa i'm, I'm just clean. saying it don't matter where you are in the world it's even on the parking lot right it's still kind of normal but then as soon as you get on the trolley you start hearing music all of a sudden shit gets all magical yeah and then yep. as soon as you get your ticket because normal again, but you see the flowers. Oh, it's beautiful right there. Yeah. The whole middle part in between California Adventures and Disney. Oh my gosh. You're a real like... expert. That's where niggas be taking the pictures. Right next to the C. My name again with a C. My name again with L. You mess up if nothing's in the California. You try to stand up. Right. And it gets lit. No, but you're right. And then like, as soon as you go on Main Street, you smell that fucking popcorn. And that sweet, like, churros. churros, and you hear the music, and yep. then you start remembering when you were three. Yep. Then, you, then you might get emotional. Yep. Then you get happy. It's like everything yep. in that one walk. Exactly. And then you drop the check, and you don't even know you are. <laughs> it's all Hey, hey, it's worth it. <laughs> it's it worth it. You're like, I live right there. <laughs> nah, it's worth it. It, 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 it. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. I can see how that could be an inspiration. Yeah, for it absolutely is. Like, um, the when they put out Disney Plus, he put they have like a um, a documentary on like how they all got built and where it all started all the parks and the cruises the Imagineering, and right? Imagineers, yeah. And I was, like, that was my Bible. Like, for that event, that was my Bible. Wow. Yeah, like, I had, like, I just watched it over and over again because it was like, you're creating something like from nothing. From absolutely nothing. Exactly. It gets just like that, though, because I... Man, I'm gonna be real. Even with any project I've done or any event I've done, yeah, it's easy for people to do events. I mean, excuse me, for be a part of events, right, like to right. get hired. But it's hard to create something from right. nothing. Right, right. But it was so perfect. Like the whole house was perfect. I mean, the fact that like the whole short film was 
uh, shot and filmed there. Like all the pictures, everything was there. Exactly. It just gave it even more like realistic. It was it was just like beautiful and it, the best way to honor my grandmother because like that's what I was gonna yeah. get to. Because if you listen to your project, mm -hmm. she's narrating basically throughout it. Like yeah, she's on the first song, um, her voicemail, and then she has another voicemail at the end. And I just because that's Granny, like she would have. Was that crying. your plan to do that when you were recording that album? No, not at all. This all was a joke. <laughs> this for sure was like. Like, like what is going on here like I I have this album that I like I'm so proud of but how do I make this better how do I make this like how do I fulfill everything that I need to fulfill in this project and um, me and Lewis actually went to the house and we were just like let's just do a photo shoot let's just do it and then we ended up shooting all that stuff and then it just worked like it, and this is after you recorded after all the I music. already put out the like the, it was I came out to California to do the out of body experience um uh, album drop and like we did the the skating ring party and all that stuff and literally I was just like fuck it like let's just get a shot out here but hold I was on, only there for hold on you just skimmed past that huh? you do a skating ring party <laughs> what the hell was party was oh man cal skate you did it at cal skate yes yes it was so fun it was oh man it was so how good. do you do all right I'm gonna come clean my my big bro Dre yeah. Dre B shout out Dre B he has a single that I've been listening to for years. And I'm mm. like, bro, if we do this, we got to shoot a video mm -hmm. at a skating ring. <laughs> but I want to rent out the skating yeah. ring and I want to DJ. Yeah. That's possible to do? That's completely possible. You just pay them. They just want money, bro. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> like, you literally call them. They have deals and they you just, like, literally pay them. And they're just like, okay, cool. Do whatever you want. And you did your release there. The whole thing the whole thing and it was amazing like oh my god like being able to skate and listen to the album that I produced I mix and master that's like I, a whole experience like, in itself a whole thing like I was like oh my gosh like this is this is a blessing like this is all I needed in this moment right here to fulfill to do the next thing yeah so that's crazy yeah man. so did any of your releases see you know it's crazy because I feel like we're you know and sorry if I'm jumping no, around no you're, good. It's like, you're good. I, I know when I listen to your music it's already different mm your music already from the titles yeah it's all years yeah oh yeah that album and that album when mm -hmm. i was listening to it's all like years can you go in like uh, yeah touch on that a little bit that it's like everything's such an experience <laughs> nothing was just like what it seems it's like right. why is it this right and then you have to play it to find out right go exactly. into a little bit about like yeah. the years and all that stuff so you? the way it even came about like i was learning how to produce and stuff or just like dabbling in it like just trying to see like what kind of things because i really want to record and just make music and so those songs like some of those songs I had already made like back then in those years and mm. each song it goes from 2012 to 2016 and wow so I'm oh, sorry 2011 to 2016 yeah so each year is talking about just the, the something that was significant to me in that year like love and loss and pain and joy and just all of that just getting that full experience of like all these transitions I made before I moved to New York and before I made the choice to like free myself from all of the baggage that I've had, so. That's deep. Yeah. And that made you, and that's, that what made you go to New York is that whole like freeing experience and wanting to start over. Yeah. What was that like? Amazing. Oh my gosh. I want to go back. First, <laughs> first 90 days in New York when you first landed out there, coming from Cali, coming from San Bernardino. <laughs> I don't even think, I mean, oh man, let's, let's just start at the, uh, at when I left, like when I was driving to LAX airport. Right. I was getting dropped off and had the most emotional experience being dropped off. That was that was a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then I get there and then I was there like two hours early for my flight, waiting for my flight. I was like, you know what, let me take a nap. Like, let me just take a little nap real quick. Cool. I'm at the at gate. At the airport, at, in the gate. At the gate, right there, cool. I wake up and I'm like, there's nobody. I had my alarm go off. Nobody like moving or anything. So I'm just like, all right, like what's going on? And I look and they changed gates and I missed my flight, bro. It was seven o'clock in the morning. And I was hot. I was like, what the fuck? So I'm like, no, I need to go. Like I need to go right now. When, how soon? Right. And they were like, I don't know when another flight's going to be. I was there for like 
from like six in the morning till about maybe ten at night. So you so you already had an emotional <laughs> drop off at the airport, and then now you're just in the airport terminal for terminal. ten hours because you missed the flight because they changed the gate because you were trying to take a nap from your emotional breakdown. No. <laughs> so then I, I don't think that as a sign. I was like, fuck it, no. I can't do this. I'm out. No, I'm no, out. I couldn't do it. Everybody, because I was talking to people and um, they were like, no, no, you have to like just we can pick you up we can and I'm like no I have to stay I'm gonna leave like I'm gonna knew. go out there I have to go like I had no choice I had no crazy. choice that was the only place I was going because I knew if I was gonna go back to San Bernardino like I was like dying inside like I felt it like I just was like I can't be there for too much longer like I have to go so I finally get on the flight and I get out there and the first day out there I was like okay let me give me a pass like I already had like I had like $400 like <laughs> like when I got off the plane I was like alright let me just figure this out so I had so a wait a minute you didn't have a plan really I had an Airbnb for a month and I just knew I was gonna find it out so where was your Airbnb at? Where at? It was in Brooklyn in bed -Stuy. Oh, my God. Beautiful. 604 Bainbridge because it was fucking amazing. Oh, my God. I love you broke that down real <laughs> yes. quick. There's going to be five niggas here. That's what I'm talking about, my nigga. You represent for sure. Yes, I loved it. I made a whole little family. I stayed there the whole time, too. So that was a, so that was a blessing. you just kept renting it yeah. every month. Well, I had the Airbnb and I met um, for the month and I met the owner. And gotcha. she was like, oh, we lease rooms, too. And I was like, okay. And then I just ended up like living in three rooms in there. So. That's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, but I went out there and I went, um, so I only had like $400. I was like, okay, I got an interview. I got to, uh, you know, get out, get life together. And I went and got like a train pass and um, it was like the 30 days. So it was like 120. So now I'm down to about like three, <laughs> three something. And I'm hey, like. This is real life, like Food Network. You remember Food Network when they had like the $40 a day and they used to put the money at the end, like, all right, I'm gonna get a bagel. And now I only got $38 left. <laughs> like, you like, damn. That's in my brain, that's what was happening. I was like, nah, I gotta figure this out. All right, it's cool. Like everything's gonna work out. And I get on the train to go to the interview, hop on the wrong train, because how do you not? Like, I, it was the same station. So wait, you didn't have no one on. like guiding you or like helping no, you? No, I just figured that shit out i was like let me, <laughs> let me in new york out. yeah because it was uh i went there one time for three days and i was just like okay this is cool i need to be here and then i just knew i could figure it out after that so, so did you, just to kind of sidebar a little yeah bit, no go ahead did you just wake up and you're like i'm going to new york today i knew when i took that first trip that i was going to move there and oh so you took a trip to i new took york. a trip two years before two, three years before. Like, and I was there for like three days and I just was like, oh yeah, this is it. Where'd you stay at when you first went out there? Uh, in Manhattan. I can't remember where. It was in a hotel, but I was with my aunt. My aunt, like, uh, she's amazing and she just took me everywhere and just showed me everything. So That's tight. Yeah, it That's was tight. really, it was really, really dope. The like, first time I went to New York, I stayed in, in Manhattan at the Hotel Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, how was that? Let me tell you, look. <laughs> so, you walk in and I looked at it, I'm like, from Cali, I'm like, all right. And we already yeah. had a crazy, like, studio situation. Right. Some label shit. Like, right. labels said we were supposed to have this room, but we had to wait for it. And yeah. we really didn't have a room, but we did. And right. it was dark. Right. So, anyway, right. we got the room finally. We go to Hotel Pennsylvania, and I'm like, all right. They're like, it's across the street from the Madison Square Garden. You on? I was like, yes, let's go. Fuck yeah. I was like, CCG, I knew we were on. Fuck yeah. We signed. We on a bunch of weed. Right. Enough. Right. He right. signed. I'm just chilling. Yeah. I'm that friend at this moment in my life. <laughs> Not DJing either. I'm just oh, hosting. Oh, yeah. You're just there. I'm you're literally there. that friend. Cool. It was great. So anyway, we go there and then literally I walk in in the most beautiful lobby ever. Like literally some Home Alone, oh, wow. like Kevin McAllister shit. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Wow. Made it. Go to the go to the fucking uh, elevator, like the old school elevator yeah. with the numbers and, yep. uh, and nothing's digital. Everything's like they pulling it and shit. Look tight. <laughs> Get to the hotel floor. That shit look like the motel, like four, <laughs> not even six. Four? Like it was missing two. <laughs> and then we go in the room and it was like the craziest room. The lampshade no. was off. No. It was dark. Oh, that's But crazy. we made it. It was tight. And I it had a, figured it out. It had a big-ass closet with, like, a table in it. I don't know what that table was about. Closet with a table? Some 80s Coke shit. I don't know. We'll just go with that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That is hilarious. I hate to diss them, but no, y'all probably won't okay, go to that look, hotel ever look, again in life. New York is... 
you're gonna only have these little small rooms and stuff and these weird where it's just like you never know what you're gonna get Cali, out there you yep. get your money's worth a exactly bit. no no you do you do did the cost of living trip you out living out there yeah it did for sure i i was renting out i rented out that room for nine hundred dollars it was like a closet <laughs> it was like a closet. I like, bet somebody here now. Like, That's a deal, <laughs> man. No, it was. No, it was. It was a blessing too. Like it was a, a brownstone with like ten bedrooms, and so like I was living with all these people. But it was super chill. I never had any issues. Did you have like your own bathroom or no? Did... Four people shared a restroom. Yeah. Well, three people. Three people. Yeah. It was like a dorm. Yeah, it was like a dorm, but it was like everybody's living there. I mean, these people are grown, grown people just living in dormy. I bet it was just like normal though. Like yeah. that's. Yeah, so just normal. I got to be cool people. They was like they would cook and stuff. We would sit there and have conversations. It was really amazing, honestly. Like I was grateful. No, so that's so tight, yeah. man. I love New York though. I, yeah. The food out there was fire. Yeah. Like I, well, that's where I discovered Italian food. Oh like, really? Real Italian yeah. food. Like when I had um. What is that shit? Come on, Big C. It's a pasta with. Um, I sound, I'm gonna sound so ignorant right now. <laughs> I'm supposed to know way this. Come on, Big C. <laughs> I can't think of it. It's okay. All right. Anyway, it'll come back. It was fire. Just know it was fire. <laughs> I ate it for the first time, and then that's where I discovered pizza. Oh, real pizza. Real pizza. Yeah. Is cat? Is New York pizza better? Is the best pizza you ever had? Um, no. Side note. No, I don't think it's the best. I, I just. I is like it, is it hyped? It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's just it is what it is. It gives you a little dollar slice. You won't be excited either way. Like I you love just a paid dollar a dollar slice. for big ass it's like slice Costco. of pizza. Yeah, everywhere. Mm -hmm. That's lit. Yeah. It was anyway, dope. I lived off of like chicken over rice for like maybe like eight months every day. Are you serious? Every day, chipotle chicken over rice with extra chipotle sauce, extra white sauce, grilled just onions, thugging. just chilling. <laughs> but. How was it transitioning your art? See, because you said you had songs recorded already mm. that we were talking about yeah. before moving out there. Yeah, they were never, like, I never did anything with them. Like, I just mm. had songs that I wrote. I had songs, like, production stuff that I've done. Like, but that was pretty much it. And like, you produced all your records. Yeah, well, the, the last two, or the first two projects I put out, so, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, trust me, there's no, I have... I have friends that like are amazing yeah. and that I should be having yeah. them <laughs> but it's just like I think I was just kind of on the journey of learning myself and my art and just trying to figure out like what I needed from me yeah so it was it was yeah. of course man yeah. I, I will I will applaud that for one reason only like you're all all money in Nope. Like you're all in house, no all right here. You really right here. like it's like a label's dream almost. In a way. It's like <laughs> all right, she produces, she hey. writes and does it. So all you need is a studio, right? In time, yeah, that makes sense. And I create right? my studios too. Everyone, like, I, how was that creating process in New York? Like traveling, coming from New York, was it different? Um, and what was that adjustment process? It was just trying to maintain my like understanding of life, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is I was still in the hood. Like it wasn't like yeah. super gentrified. I was gonna say, was it like yeah. really? Like hood or was it? It was still hood. Like I mean, the, I think the day I had moved out for a month, um, one of the roommates called me and was like, "Hey, somebody got shot in front of the house." And a little Asian girl, she's like, "I just want to let you know, so you just you know, so you know." And I was like, "Oh my god, it's okay, honey. I know." <laughs> you but no, not dissing. <laughs> You're from, I mean, you're I mean, from San Bernardino. Like, nigga, I just was, heard a whole shootout last night. Like, yeah, like it wasn't <laughs> it really a culture shock. So it's just what it was. Like, you know, it's crazy and not to even glorify it, but I remember when I first went to Clark because mm -hmm. I left and went on my own journey. Mm -hmm. And I talk about it a lot in different, you know, podcasts. Right, right. And when I went to Clark and went to school, I was like escaping. I wanted to yeah. just get out. Like, yeah. I was just like, fuck it. Like, yep. if school's the way to do it. Fuck it. I can I'm judge leaving. some school shit. Mm hmm. Did that, went out there, and I remember the first, like, week I was out there, a girl got shot on our campus. Oh, man. And, because our campus was in the hood. Like, oh, in Atlanta, in the hood. So, I remember seeing that, and it, like, fucked up the campus. Like, yeah. But, you could tell, like, all the kids, I was, like, really, like, from the hood. Like, they were, like, you know, they were, like, damn, that's fucked they, up. But they, they, they kind of still went to class. They, yeah. they didn't, like, really mess them up. 
And you can see the kids has never seen that. Man. So I can understand, like, you're just like, okay, I mean, yeah. it's fucked up. It's just, yeah. it is what it is. Like, you can't control any of that, right? Like, you can't control where you're being up, um, like, being brought up at or anything. So I, I didn't know exactly where I was, but I was told by a couple of people, like, okay, this this is a cool area, but yeah. it's still kind of, like, there. So I was like, okay, cool. I could trust that. Like, easy. And so. When I first went to Brooklyn, I went to a dope-ass bar out there. I just remember it was, like, a dope-ass bar. It looked like kind of, like, Kind of like an episode of Friends, kind of yeah. like you know how like those yeah. cool bars has like a couple couches. Yeah, they're playing Jenga. Right. Then they're like somebody's playing darts over here. <laughs> then it's like random conversations. Then it's just like one long bar. I can't remember the place because I was blackout drunk. Oh wow! But they were, it was a dope little DJ, and I remember I was wanted to smoke. Oh my god! And now and I remember looking for weed in all Manhattan, oh, yeah. couldn't find it. And I went to Brooklyn, and me and Cassius were sitting there, and I was like, man, I really want some fire. I want some weed. They're like, you're from California, huh? <laughs> And I was like, yeah. He's like, I got you, bro. Aww. I was like, word. He gave me some gas. Hey. I was like, I, I made him laugh because I was like, my nigga, I ain't in your business, but this is fire. <laughs> this ain't like no normal yeah. little shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, well, Brooklyn, I right. You was okay. hooked up. That was God. They took care of me. <laughs> that was God. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, but Brooklyn. Because that's so funny because like, that's it, like. Yeah, they, there's just so many different places there. There was one bar that I had, like, right down the street that I found. And I was like, ooh, I want to go there. That looks fun. Hoodest shit ever, but it was great. Like, it was, I would go there to watch, watch the game real quick. I don't even watch basketball like that. But I was like, oh, I'll drink a beer, watch the game. Yeah. And, like, just be there. And yeah. it was, like, all these old niggas. They was playing CeeLo. Niggas was over <laughs> playing pool. I was like, I hate any story that involves old niggas playing CeeLo. I'm just going to throw that out there now, Man, right now. They would do a hookah. Shout out Harvey's. I wish no Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so we could have been because I was really sad when they shut it down. I was like, they Damn. shut it down. They shut it down. It got just, that deep. That's somebody what you... got shot. I think or like inside or out. No, out front. I think from, from what I was told. I don't know. But oh something God. happened so and they had to close meant. it so down. That's what you're on for. Man, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was great. It was nah, so great. It but was you, cool. you, you, you could tell. You were in your as crazy and fun as you saw the beauty in. Oh man, I Isn't found that my crazy man there artists? too. Like still friends still to say that's the homie. Like it's just you got to meet people and you got to be able to create around those people. It was now, did you do any performances in New York? I did. Yeah, I was in Harlem. Um, really? Harlem Nights. Uh, I man, that was a beautiful environment too. They were they were able to help me understand that it's just doing it. Fuck wow. your fear, fuck your, like, right. whatever. We're all here. We're all love. So do it, and and then you can work on the next, um, like, you know, what you're going to do next and how you're going to present yourself next time. So I want to ask you. Yeah, go ahead. Because I remember my first performance. Mm -hmm. I was talking about it on the last podcast yeah. with Aya King. I went on tour, and yeah. I, like, messed up, and my podcast, <laughs> my, my freaking, my podcast, my controller dropped, and oh, music, no. yeah, it got all bad. It was dark. Oh. And it was, like, a couple of my first performance, but that's how I learned, like, I was like, all right, well, we're going to improvise. Mm -hmm. My niggas is about to freestyle. I'm about to be on the mic like, oh, okay. Like, hyping it up, <laughs> plugging up shit, right. restarting my computer the whole nine. Yep. How was it? Do you remember when you first performed, like, feeling the crowd and, like, noticing reaction to, like, something maybe that your art that you did in your room? And now mm -hmm. they're like, okay, not only am I not in my comfort zone of being home, as in physically in a house that is San Bernardino, but mm -hmm. I'm in New York. Yeah giving my art how was that experience you, you know like the first time i performed i was just nervous so i i when i get nervous i just block everything out and i just do what i know which is not good enough for me but in that moment i'm just like okay fuck it. i just let me just try and do it let me just try if i fuck up oh well yeah. but um i performed one time there and i did a song um a little longer which is on my first ep sounds like right I'm check that one out too. Great job. Great job. <laughs> and so, sounds like uh, Ray, it was uh, the a little longer, one of my favorite songs. And it was literally like, I was just singing, vibing out. And then I look up and I hear everyone singing along, like doing it. With, and I was like, what? Like, this happens? Like, this happens? Like, I can, <laughs> that, that I can do this? That call effect is crazy. It was amazing. I was like, wow. And people, I just love the fact that people felt it. Because we're we're so in this like in this place of being numb and not feeling. So like the right. fact that I can make someone feel something, I was like, I'm sold. 
I'm so old. That's so tight. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. That shout out her own lights too. Like they were dope. They That's, were really dope. I how'd you even get there? They were just like, I just believe in you. Like, how did you tell them, hey, I want to perform here? How yeah, did you even get that first day? Honestly, man, New York was magical. So everything happened on some magic type <laughs> shit. It was crazy. <laughs> My cousin came out there and had a friend um, she, that told her, like, oh, you guys should go to Harlem Nights. It's like a dope place. They do yeah. open mic stuff like that. So we go up there. Ended up being cool. Met the people there. And I told them I was going to come next week and perform. I don't think they believe me, but I came next week and I performed. So, <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Just on the jig. They were just like, all right, fuck it. Yep. And it was dope. And I performed there maybe like every weekend for like a month or so. And then every wow. other, like whatever I can do. Yeah. How long were you actually in New York for? For about two years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like maybe like a month. Yeah. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. And you were still recording and making music during that whole time? That yeah. That's when I got, that's when I took it serious. Like, I had the healing process, and I had to really understand, like, who I was and kind of, like, um, my vices and figure out those. And then I got into the let me create. This is my time. I have to do this. So I got really serious. When you're saying healing, like, as far as, like, just everything you left, like, in California yeah. and all the backstories and things, like, from the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. Yeah. That's yeah. hard to do to heal and not only heal, but heal while being broken and hurt. Yep. Because and then you abruptly left and then now you're in a new place with yeah. all new people. That's a lot to deal with and yeah. create art at the same time. Yeah, you know what? I think my heart is like it's strong. I don't I, like I, I separate my heart from myself because my heart like leads wow. me to a lot of directions right. that I'm like not. I don't even know and right. I just trust it and I can't help it. Like I think that's always been like kind of the issue with like relationships and stuff like that like it's always been I'm going like I'll listen to you and we can we can communicate but right. my heart is going to do whatever my heart wants to do and it's well, it's just what it is <laughs> he's like, funny <laughs> even bring it up like in another podcast we were talking this dude um, my homie MJ and we were bringing it up he was talking like oh I want to do this my girl can't do this and I can't do this she can do that but I was telling him I was like bro it's like you can't really control a woman it's kind of can't control nobody can't control a human let yeah. alone a, like oh someone like a creature with a that can talk and know things like right. she's gonna know it. You, you just expect <laughs> it like I don't know you can't train the human like, right. I don't know what you're expecting yeah you can lead it's you the, can lead by example you can right. hope, but it's not like you can't guarantee like that. It's the fact that they're expecting, you know, they're expecting something, and it's it, that's where you fuck up at, you know. But I learned to stop living my life with expectations. Oh like, man, because that's why you get hurt. That's how you get broken. That's how you. Yeah. That's how. I mean, all of it, all of it. That's and you can hear it in your music. Yeah. Like a lot of your albums, you talk about that process of shedding. Yeah. And healing. Yep. And, being very vulnerable yeah because it sounds very melodic and beautiful from the tracks you produce and the way you put it together and did you engineer it yourself too yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's not the like greatest and i know that but it, it's me you can't it's say me. that though. no i can because i understand that it's not but but it feels good you know what it I mean? is it it's, feels it's good. genuine yeah i say like i i can listen to some people's music and especially in the starting up process, mm -hmm. a lot of it's really rough, and it, you could tell like they may not be taking it serious because right. it's not consistent. It's right. like oh, I'm gonna try this maybe. Right. I'm gonna try this maybe. <laughs> right. I'm gonna do this maybe. Right. Yours is a consistent vibe with a consistent feeling, and yeah. not even a, it's a theme. Yeah. It's all about love. Yeah. Self love, self healing, stuff. Right. And then you see that not only in your audio project, but even in your visuals. Right. And then right. down from even you know, how you put together that album before coming back to California. Right. And that's right. why I was going to ask you, because you were out in New York for two years. Yeah. How, what led you back to out here, coming back out here? So, and when did you come back? Was it recently? It was, yeah, or? yeah. It was in October of last year. I was, um, I, my heart, what, what told me to go to New York told me that I needed to leave. Like, it was like, you, you've done your time here. You've done um, and learned the things that I, I think you need to know in order to handle the next one. So I was actually planning to move to Atlanta. Like, I <laughs> well, everyone, it's always Atlanta. It always goes back to Atlanta. I, know. We always go I was gonna, I was about to go out there and just like, I just felt that I knew how to, like, I knew that I can like test trial everything I learned from New York out there. Like, that's, I was like, oh, let me just figure it out. And, um, I actually packed up everything, um, from Brooklyn, from Brooklyn, packed it all up, put it in a car, and I drove down to Atlanta. And that was a fantastic drive. And then some shit fell through there. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like trying to like figure out like, okay, like, you know, it's just more so like the healing process and showing that like, 
like because you followed your heart, we're gonna show and give to you what you need to know in order to make your next move. Right. And I felt like that was like the blessing about it. Um, but I had already had planned to go to back to California to come out here and do the show and do the um, and do just uh, some more work with the photographer with Lewis and. Yeah, my grandma was sick, so I was like, okay, I need to be here just for a little bit, and it ended wow. up just being being staying, like just staying. No, gotcha. Like, okay, I'm here, guys, but my grandma ended up passing away, so I had to just make sure everything was cool over there. That. Hey, it's all good. I got to spend her like the time with her. You know right. what I mean? So that was a beautiful part. It was that. So that spirit that that led you coming back here was like then you got to spend your last times with your grandma exactly before. Wow. exactly it was beautiful too like she just knew like that that man that woman <laughs> and you that know it's woman. crazy you, throughout that project and that's where you feel the warmth and you get the chills because your grandmother you know passed away but <laughs> she's throughout the project she's yeah. throughout the short film she's living through she, all of it and you can see her spirit through you and i've never met her if you oh. get what i'm saying if that makes sense and you can happy. see it and you can see it throughout the project though like yeah. it's, it's right there yeah. it's in front and you're telling me that wasn't even your intention to begin with no i just knew like, that you my didn't grandma... know did you know she was sick before putting it on or like okay yeah. she's sick so let me do this or we knew she was sick but it's like they my grandma's been smoking and drinking since she was 12 so <laughs> <laughs> man, she's a part of. She's cut from that cloth, man. that 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 yeah, distinct cloth. Just, man. Yeah, and that I mean, and she's from San Bernardino. Also. She's from Juarez, Mexico. Wow. Yeah, and then she um, moved to like uh, I think she was in El Paso for a little bit, and then she went to California in LA, and then met my grandfather, and then they. Went. And where's your grandfather from? He's from LA. I don't, maybe downtown. I don't know. That's a very good question. <laughs> I love that generation. That generation, it was no books and niggas was just moving. Just going They were just going shit. quick. Exactly. Taking care of their family and oh, moving. Oh, no. He was born in Vegas. I remember. He was born in Vegas. And then Lit. I think he was in California. So West Coast all, all his life. Wow. From what I know. But yeah, it was, he. I mean, he, and it's the same for him. He's been drinking and smoking and he was a, he was a musician. In in that era, so like, a musician <laughs> met your grandma, and then that's oh, and then yeah. they ended up going to San Bernardino. Like San Bernardino, well, when it was what popping. led them to San Bernardino? Do you know? Uh, man, that's these are questions I need to ask this nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I always like knowing that. Like, what is like? Okay, we together. We about to go to San Bernardino. Man, we gonna get it cracking, and we just gonna be out here and create a staple. Yeah, because you guys literally. Like the way you tell me your family dynamic, like your uncle had the barbershop. Yeah. Your dad was designer, yeah. producer, yeah. DJ. His dad was doing music. Like his, you know, it's funny. His dad, so my grandfather on my dad's side, my grandfather on my mom's side, um, they were doing music around the same time. And my grandfather on my dad's side worked with my grandfather on my mom's side, brother. Like worked with them that and like so cool. it was like it and was I hope crazy. The niggas gonna have to play that back and run it back. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that we we're going. My baby mama and this sister-in-law cousin Tracy. I was like, wait, no, it's, no, it makes sense but though. Yeah, it's just that's where it was. Like everybody knew each other, and that's it was so just sorry. it was so dope. So yeah, I mean, this the family has always been rooted, but it's been San Bernardino. I mean, I'm born and raised San Bernardino. Like that's all. Would I Would you know. say is that one of your goals with your career is like? Not only to put, everyone says, I want to put my city on the map. Mm -hmm. But I think since I've met you and everything you've done, you've always had a goal of making people understand the beauty in yeah. San Bernardino. Yeah. Or it's, in your area or in it. Like, yeah. hey, we have so much out here. You don't yeah. even understand. It's so beautiful. Like, it's such a beautiful, you have to think about it, man. San Bernardino is like the heart, the heart of Southern California. You have to get through San Bernardino County or the IE area to get anywhere. If you want to go to LA, you want to go to San Diego, you want to go to Vegas. Like Touché. we're you're, you're running through right. us in some kind of way. And then you get to San Bernardino, like that area, we're like, I, I don't know what they were thinking when they created it, but I can see and feel that they knew that there was something here because mm. the freeways surround the whole city. The I never thought of that's fucking it's crazy. It's around, you can literally ride. I would, I just get in the car and just ride around the freeway in the middle of the night and smoke. So and, like, and just like and be That's like okay so cool lit. like it's just it's a beautiful it's a beautiful place and you look at the skyline you look at the like I mean we have the mountains right there and then you can get to yeah, LA I legitimately do have Big Bear right there you know what see I'm looking at I have the camera over there. I'm over here like I'm just saying but she's it's right like, yeah they do and it's really all those options in there and then we get we the get, baseball team yeah we get the we get, legitly yeah. does have first a first McDonald's my nigga like wow the first McDonald's was in San Bernardino that's what I'm saying hey man isn't a lot of San Bernardino facts back to back this is a lot I'm just saying it's just what it is 
even like I, I just don't understand where we got like the the, the bad rep. But right, I, where did it go wrong? Where did it go wrong? I'm gonna find this shit out. It's probably something I shouldn't be finding out, but it's you know, some dark shit. It's some backroom dark. <laughs> exactly. I remember I asked Cam Gnarly the question. He was like, it was just like funding. He yeah. was just saying like funding in the city and just shit just it's deeper than this. that. You gotta think. I mean, we have like these amazing. Like we have the the orange show. Like we have these amazing things that are just like the orange we show have, legitimately we have throws festivals. Nigga, it's festivals. Like real festivals. Like real. Every artist. <laughs> every artist. It's a good, almost safe to say almost every artist has performed in San Bernardino at least once mm-hmm. or been to a show in San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. And that's like anytime I meet people and they don't know San Bernardino or say they're not from San Bernardino, but they've been there, it's because of art. And I find that so interesting that like, but we get this rep of like, I mean, trust me, I live on the corner where all this shit is happening. So yeah. I see it. I understand. You don't, yeah. see, you don't just see niggas slinging crack like yeah, on an exactly. everyday basis. Like. But that's the, but that, that pain and that, I shouldn't even call it pain, but I don't know how you metamorphosize it to such like a good like it's, art in a good situation where it's like for this moment it's okay because everyone deserves it we all deserve to feel like we're amazing right? right like we all deserve to wake up and be like okay like i can conquer the world today right so if i if i had to journey to do that i realized i mean we were stripped away from our roots you know what i mean right. like we were literally stripped away right. from everything so all i know is san Bernardino. that's all i know you know and it's just we have to I just want to give that love to everyone and make everybody all happy. <laughs> I love it. Nah, and it's a lot of joy. But you it's funny how you say this because I can't wait for people to listen to your music and they be like, she's so peaceful and so good. But in your lot of your music, you're like, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, you're deep though. This yeah. is some real pain and yeah. real shit. Like yeah. you left, you left it all out there. Is yeah. that what you say is a part of your music is part of your therapy, you would say? Absolutely. And how you deal with it and yeah. how you dash it out. Because I I never knew what love was until or I never I never felt it to the extremities until I've met my ex. So right. I didn't understand what that was. I didn't right. understand like the process. Like I and not like downplaying like my parents. Like they only could give what they could give. That's they didn't a, know. That's either. a certain type of love. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally experience that, would you say that particular situation with your ex actually kind of not form it, but basically it's like a foundation? Like oh well, now I just know. Now I want to. That made that, that made me have enough. That made me have enough of being numb enough of like trying to take it like a chance and just kind of like you know like just kind of get through life where it was where shit fucked up shit is happening like you can't and there's nothing you can do about it except be happy but you know he when when the situation happened with him it was like i'm done i can't do this anymore i gotta find peace for myself i gotta find love for myself there has to be a way because there's other people that have been through way worse shit than me that have been able to like conquer so i know i have to I don't right. have a choice. And then you just go to New York. And then I was like, out. <laughs> Y'all got That's me. That's so crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was really crazy. I mean, trust me, even in the position, I, I think back and I'm like, man, the position I was in and like the pain and the things that I was going through at that time, there's no way possible that any other person would have chose to just still leave. Like, and I'm just so thankful that my heart's that like strong-willed. Like, no, nigga, you still leaving. Right. You're still going. It, it wasn't like you could have been comfortable. Yeah, I could have just stayed. It's just could have got a job. Like, I, I mean, I'm good. I've been working all my life. Like, I know how to work. Like, could have just figured it out. But you're like, nah, you couldn't. You couldn't wake up every morning knowing that. Gave up you my apartment. Gave up my car. Gave up everything, and I was like, it's it's done. Like, I'm leaving. For the art. For for you. me. For me. Wow. You know, it was necessary. I did the same thing, but I wish it was so formatted as the way you put it. I was more so like, I didn't like rules and like mm. regulations, and I didn't like Capricorn ass. <laughs> I didn't like every I didn't, time. I know you're right. You're right. No, you're absolutely correct. But I just didn't like that because I yeah. knew I was like, fuck it. I just need to get out of here. So I'm about to right. turn up. I want to see what this other life is about. I'm about to make a whole new identity right. for myself. The whole thing. Right. But. It wasn't about self-love or nothing. It was just mm. more like what I wanted. And then mm. I just, it was like a drug. Like, oh, I just yeah. wanted it, so I'm going to do it. Got so I just it. made sure I did it. And then it just makes a pattern right. that I continued with everything. But once you get to art, that's like the one thing you can't really like, you can't fake it. No. Nope. Like, you can't. You have to like fully commit into it. Yeah. And you're a prime example of when you were just telling me like, you, you could have just been out here chilling. You're in a, a relationship. You're cool. I mean, yes, it was probably not 
good for you at that point, yeah. like you were saying, but you, most people would just been like, all right, well, we'll just work it out. We'll figure it out. I'm young. I don't want to do that. And right. you're like, no, I'm going to New York. Right. I'm going to do it. And right. Boom. Oh, trust me. I, I still tried to work it out, though. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to act like <laughs> I definitely still tried to work it out. But it was um, I think that I just um, because I learned what love was at such a later later on in life that I I, I can give 100 percent and be able to know, like, OK, this is what I want. How do we make this happen? Wow. And I think he's older. So I think it was kind of like he's already experienced these things. So he didn't really need that anymore. And, and the necessities that he needed, I wasn't going to be here for you know wow. what I mean? So it was like, it's That's just the, a lot of, yeah. You know that already. That took a lot of like self, self-awareness, self self-creating. <laughs> and that's where, where yeah. your out-of-body experience projects and yep. come from. The, yeah. that, that whole process is in there. You yeah. left it all on the tracks. Yeah, I had to. I mean, I ain't got nothing else. Like, And I had to relearn. Do you think to, that's where, not to even get more spiritual on you, but you know, I always say it's power in the breaking. You know, mm. like T.D. Jake said that in the message. He was saying it's power in the breaking. Like, mm-hmm. like you have to get broken in order to get fixed in yep. order to grow yeah so would you say you're like that's all i had like literally yeah that's why your music probably you might be like it's, i'm like oh it sounds so great so you're like well if you only knew i wasn't that yeah. mindset i was in the way yeah. imagine this now wave right I'm right exactly i mean man like i i realize that i like breaking now because i know i'm gonna be, be you enjoy the process in, i enjoy the process because i know deep. i'm gonna turn into something else i get to learn myself again i get to learn different aspects um i get to go through life like and i get to experience it every single day and not regret anything and not feel like i didn't do something right i get to just love wow so it's it's a process but now now it's about to be over (laughs) what's coming up for you right now um i have some projects on the way got live sessions um little mixtape that I'm putting together. So what? So yeah. explain a little bit if you wanna do you want can you wanna break it down a little bit? Or, I mean we I always everyone that comes out here I always be like exclusives. Always be but I mean it, yeah. I'm sure the live sessions that's the next one that's coming out. That's and it's gonna one, be yeah. is it gonna be on YouTube? Gonna yeah it's gonna be on thing. YouTube. It's gonna be on Apple Music and Spotify title everything. So you'll be able to find it everywhere. That's yeah. dope man. Yeah it's gonna be amazing. Well right man what I always like to tell people, you know, to give people perspective and a point. Yeah. There's a lot of women out there mm-hmm. who are, you know, probably in that predicament. Like, they, they want to do art. They want to sing. They want to go out and venture yeah. off and be independent. Yeah. As women in 2020, that's, yeah. you know, that's a big thing. Yeah. As any, especially a woman yeah. of color. Yeah. That can even get even deeper, Oh, you yes, know? it can. So, what advice do you have for that girl that wants to do the music, that maybe want to pursue art or pursue something that they want their dream mm-hmm. and have that? What advice would you have for them? Hmm. Advice. I don't. Yeah. Or what? Because yeah. there's no. How about this? I always like to tell you, there's no right or wrong answer. Right. 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 Just, what is your perspective? Yeah. Of what the route to do? I just said. I guess it's more so just knowing that you can do it yourself. You. There's nothing. You wake up every single day with everything you need to conquer the world. Right. Before you take your head off of that pillow, you do. So you. If you feel like you can't do it because of whoever, whatever, however, know that you can do this shit yourself, period. Right. And and if, if anyone is a, if I can be a, a proof of that, I will gladly be proof for, for that person that needs that because it's, you can, like you literally can. Right. And I've been out here doing this shit myself since I was a kid, like since 17, like, you know, this is what it is. Damn, so. that's heavy, man. Yeah. And I know for a fact you're a prime example. You produce your records, yeah. you, you, you direct your own footage, you throw your own events. <laughs> you're really yeah. like an all in house. So I mean, yeah. I, I'm excited for your growth. Yeah. I'm excited for what's coming through. And honestly, man, like I hope people hear this because you thought you dropped a lot of gems. You, tar- you shared a lot of good stuff, man. So where can people get your stuff? Where can you hear people? Well, you can find me on sounds like or at sounds like Ray. Um, with an E, like you can look at any anything. Is all, all of it sounds like Ray? Yep, yes it is. Yep, I had to make sure. I was like, hold on. R A E R A E sounds like Ray on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, on Twitter. 
uh, YouTube, all of it. Got so, it. Yeah, sure. you can find it. Oh, you should check out my new website as well. There we oh go. Oh my goodness. Break it down. Go ahead. Yes, I made my website. I'm so happy. Um, I just uh, launched it uh, last she Friday. She said she made her website. <laughs> See, so still in-house. Still. <laughs> yes, I'm like, my logo, I'm like so fucking with it. I you love designed it. your own oh logo? Oh my God, of course. Come on, come on. <laughs> so tired. But yeah, it's... um. It's the the website has everything you need on there. It has out of body experience and the OB short film on there, as well as merch and everything. So it sounds like Ray.com. So for yes. sure. Yes. Well, we appreciate you here, Big Cali World. Definitely, man. You gotta definitely come back again. Next yes. project you drop, next oh, event, you gotta come back. We're gonna talk about it. Of course. We're gonna dig in deeper on a lot more stuff oh, yeah. and music and because <laughs> you know this is life. Yeah, this <laughs> is just life. life in general. Just chop it up. But I appreciate you definitely. And I appreciate um, you. Uh, for all your podcast needs, go to ProductiveCulture.com backslash podcast. And how did you hear about this section? Put in Big Cali World, Oakland Radio. Big Cali told me the dude that sounds great on the microphone told me with the beard, with the bald head, whatever discount code you can think of, <laughs> put it in there. And Jam Cam will definitely hook you up. Have your podcast sounding great and looking even better. For this hoodie right here, or excuse me, hoodie, um, you can tell I'm smoking. There's not one hood on this right now. <laughs> For this crew neck I'm wearing right now, and definitely uh, Big Cali World merch, also on uh, Argoon Radio merch, you can go to BigCaliWorld.com. And also, you can, for this podcast, it's on podcast form and YouTube. Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere where it's lit. <laughs> yes. You can go. You can definitely go on BigCaliWorld.com. Click, click each tab. Enjoy. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, you know, the vibe. Can we just got, if you got something to say, let me know. Let's <laughs> get Tell all your friends. Thank you. <laughs> nah, but, um, definitely. And uh, what a, for all your clothing, accessories, go to utblifestyle.shop. Also, for the shark hoodie, go to taylorgain.com. The shark UTB collab hoodie, we running it up always. The, the Better Mill album's out on all platforms and I think that's about it I think I did every drop you could do <laughs> I'm the, it's the man with the plan I ain't Clark Kent but some of the ladies do call me Superman it's your boy Big Cali Ray I appreciate you thank you yes, thank you know you. what it is let's go Extra lit, extra lit.